0: Welcome back to episode 18 of the FBL Draft Hub podcast. Today, if you're not already playing draft, I'm going to give you 11 reasons why you should be. Welcome back, Draft Fantasy Football Managers, to the FBL Draft Hub podcast and the first of the 2021 season. Hopefully we've got some returning listeners. This pod may not be very useful for you um, and it'll probably sound like I'm preaching to the choir, but even still, this could be something you can share with that mate who has been toying with the idea of playing Draft FBL for a while and needs that final push. For those who are new listeners, welcome. When the season is up and running, the aim is for a weekly podcast to discuss waiver and trade targets. Uh, with the new features coming to fpldrafthub.com, we will be able to look at ownership stats across all draft leagues to pick out under-owned gems, rather than wasting time discussing players who already have relatively high uptake. If you've already got a league together to play draft this year, great. Use this as a preview to what you can expect to look forward to. If you haven't, allow me to try and convince you that you're missing out on the singular FPL experience to prove to your friends, family, colleagues, whoever, that you know your stuff. So without further ado, let's get into it. Number one, no two teams have the same players um, this is the nature of the game. Your players are yours. You know, if you've got Mo Salah and he scores a hat-trick, you are the only one who are getting those points. No one else in the league will have him. The players you choose and the players that do it for you are only doing it for you. And you avoid the, the issue that happens in standard FPL, whereby a sort of a template team can emerge and everyone ends up with the same players. Secondly, no captain to pick week to week. You get your points from the 11 players on the field Um, partly so that if anybody uh, drafts a monster such as you know 2017-18 Mo Salah they're not given an unfair advantage that will carry them across the entire season. Number three no chips to use your squad will feel like it's being stretched very thin at points in the season that's part of the game there are no gimmicks uh, you can deploy to get one over on your mini league what you see is what you get and you have to make what you can out of it. Number four, there's no budget. So as with the draft itself and also week to week, there is no monetary budget to spend. You draft based purely on player availability and waivers work in much the same way. If somebody dropped uh, an injured Rashford, for example, and you want to take a punt on him returning from injury sooner than expected, if he's there to be selected and it's your go, he's yours to pick up if you want to. Number five, and it's the depth of knowledge required. One of the most important factors and something many outsiders see as a negative um, is that you require vastly deeper knowledge of the Premier League when playing draft mode. Um, the usual players that fill standard FBL teams will not be available week to week, if at all. Um, and so it could be your knowledge of the leads or Palace defenders that give you that extra edge on your opponents for that week. Number six is creativity. Um, As I mentioned earlier, things can become a little bit template in standard FPL. By mid-season, the viable player pool is usually down to around 25 players. And when KDB scores, it's not going to be much of a differential for you. In draft mode, if you think Aston Villa are going to keep a clean sheet next week, you could decide to bring in three of them and gamble on a massive point swing. Alternatively, you could value a position over specific players. So, for example, the left-back spot at Spurs could be very productive and you may get in a tag team of davis and rose so you're covered for whoever gets the nod number seven is trading a big draw in draft mode uh, is the ability to trade players with your fellow league managers indeed it's the only way you're going to be able to get your hands on that big name that somebody else picked up on draft day it's your opportunity to potentially move on early pace setters and try and pick up sleepers that can do it for you in the long run alternatively you could work out a loan deal if you're in a tough spot you'll find that deals can be very difficult to hash out in reality but finessing the art of the deal could be what allows you to trump the rest of your mini league number eight is commitment and again some will see this as a negative but if you're looking for an all-consuming fpl experience that will likely lead you to you losing your job and contact with friends and family then look no further than draft fpl Number nine is the league itself and the prizes and cups that could come with it. So unlike conventional FBL, where you're competing against millions of managers from around the world and finishing in the top 10,000 is seen as a good thing, in draft it's all about your league and in the words of Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you're last. Most successful leagues will have monetary incentives and meetups built in to raise the stakes and keep the interaction going. Your league WhatsApp chat will be... The only time you end up communicating with the outside world and when you're filling out the forms for your new job it's probably going to be one of your fellow league managers down as your emergency contact. Number 10, uh, there's different ways to win so as well as conventional scoring where you're simply racking up points. In draft mode you can set up your league to be in head-to-head mode so this sees your league divided into fixtures and you'll face off against one of your fellow league managers each week Um, and in similar to the to the Premier League if you win your matchup you'll get three points there's a point for a rare draw and none if you lose um, so you could in theory have the second worst score of the week and still take home all three points and likewise you could have one of the better scores that week and come up against someone that trumps you to take all three points. For many draft purists this is seen as the way to set up your league and for those really looking to something different to conventional FPL setting up in this way could be the way forward. Finally then, number 11, and it's Draft Day. The highlight of the year, you've put all the work in, checked the numbers, prepared your spreadsheet, all the knowledge you've accrued and instincts for the upcoming season are distilled into one afternoon or evening of drafting. Now, you can't win the league on Draft Day, but you can certainly lose it, and one missed time, goalkeeper pick up or grabbing somebody on the verge of signing for Inter Milan can leave you with work to do for the rest of the season. You'll be able to watch on as people are undone by personal allegiances, that'll either be the United fan drafting Bruno first overall or the suspicious pick-up of Meza Ozil in the mid-rounds. Watch people puff out their chests as they gamble on unknown quantities like Werner, Zieck, Havertz or any of the other 30 Chelsea attacking options they've bought in. And watch other people crack under pressure of being on the clock for the first time. Draft day is really what this game mode is all about, and I can assure you that once you've got through your first draft day, you won't look back. So that's my 11 reasons why you should be playing draft FPL, and if that doesn't convince you, then nothing will. As I said, if you think you've got a group of players who would be up for doing it, I really encourage you to try it out. It can really reinvigorate those leagues you've been in since school or from work from a few years ago. And if you think you've got a group of players that would be interested, definitely worth giving it a go. Now, I mentioned FBLDraftHub.com at the beginning. Um, currently, the website is in preseason training, but be sure to add it to your favourites for when the new season starts. In terms of the podcast, you'll be able to listen to the latest episodes wherever you usually consume your podcasts. Uh, if you enjoyed this, then please share it on your platform so others can have a listen. Subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you're feeling really generous with your time, it would really help us out if you left us a review. If you've got any questions or ideas for us want to get in touch for any reason, the easiest way to get through is on Twitter at FPL Draft Hub pod or at FPL Draft Hub. Uh, alternatively, you could email FPL Draft Hub pod at gmail.com. So thanks for listening, and as always, stay sure.